Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me. Wherever you are joining me, rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. But whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a comment. Right now, if you're watching right this instant, or if you're watching anytime, go now and subscribe to the channel. We're trying to hit 3,000 before May. We started to see a little bit of uptick in the subscriptions. We needed to keep on going. Also, watch out. I've got a little Talk Spicy merch coming soon. We're going to have a Talk Spicy tee and a Talk Spicy hat that you can get if you want to support what we do here. I've, I've appreciated all the support. Want to see it continue. Watch out for that Talk Spicy merch. I'm coming here really soon. It's a good weekend. You know, happy Easter to all of those who um, celebrate um, and to all of those who just was able to get an extra day off work on Friday. Shout out to you, too, because you probably just deserve it because of something that you've done in your life. You know what I've done in my life? I was talking to someone this morning. They were talking about they they were celebrating. They were going to celebrate their 17th um, wedding anniversary. She was like, yeah, we've been together. We've been married for 17 years, um, but we've been together for 20 years and it stopped. I stopped and, and I started to think like, what have I done in my life for 17 to 20 straight years? I, I couldn't think of anything. And then I stopped and I went, oh, sports. Sports has been the most consistent relationship in my life. Now, some of you might hear that and go, man, that's sad. That dude's really lonely. Whatever, you know. Um, but the, the point is, is that I've given a lot of my life to sports. Um, whether it was playing it, coaching it, covering it, evaluating it. It telling me that I wasn't good enough, me telling it that it needed to improve on some things. In, in, in my lifetime, I have spent a good amount of it surrounded by and engulfed in sports. But I thought that was interesting. It is the most, it is the longest, most consistent relationship that I have ever had. And at this point, because of most likely age and the fact that I have no designs on no longer doing sports, it's probably going to always be the most consistent, the most, the longest relationship that I have because I have no desire to stop. It's, it's, it's comforting though, right? When you think about something that you love to do so much that you do it and you don't even think about the amount of time that you spent doing it. Um, from, from time to time, coaching. So if this is an honest moment, from time to time, I think about the amount of hours that I have spent coaching, the amount of hours that I've spent coaching for next to nothing. And I have thought to myself, what could you have done with that time that could have netted you more. 
what what could you have done with that time that you could have done more with that you could have been more productive that you could have made more money that you whatever it might be i've thought about that and i think that to a certain extent a lot of coaches do that at some point or maybe at some point during the year usually when you're kind of run down from everything or like some point in your life when you know you're you're looking at like maybe it might be time for a change when things aren't going right when things are going too good there's a time where you might sit back and go man what could i be doing with this time specifically that would be better used doing something else and and, and so when i when i do that I always, always resign myself to the fact that, yes, I could be making more money doing something else, but what? Right? I could be making more money doing something else, but then that becomes, what would I be doing if I wasn't doing sports? What would I be doing that gave me so much satisfaction if I wasn't doing sports? See, in a lot of in a lot of respects, it's not just that I that I um, coach sports because I'm not doing it for the money. It's more of the fact that I do sports because sports fulfills something in my life. I coach because I want to teach. I want to mentor um, young men and women. And that is the avenue by which I can do that the best. I've talked about it on here many times. I I, 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 I do the other sports that I do. I write. Um, I commentate. You know, I, I give my opinion. I do, I do podcasts. I apologize. I think I went out for a second there. But um, what I was saying was that there's a part of what, you know, what I do in, in sports that I might have an inclination to complain about. But at the end of the day, isn't this why I'm here? Right? 
This is what I'm here for. This is what I do. So even when there might be a complaint, there's a reason that I've been doing this for so long. There's a reason that I can point back to being a little child. And the only thing consistent in my life from the time that I was a little child until now are my brother and sports. And if I really want to be honest about it, because I live in a different place than my brother, like he's always been accessible to me, but sports has always been intimately close, like physically close. I've been involved in it. I've been immersed in it. So it's like when you look at those things and you look at how um, those things happen, you just go, man, this, this is what you're here for. This is why we, we do all the things that we do, right? This is why all the things. This is why um, we, 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 we um, root for teams. This is why we get up in the morning and go to early morning workouts and we, and we stay up late breaking down film. If you're a coach, you know what I'm talking about. This is why we write out an entire introduction or an entire lead-in to a story or and then we thought we watch half the game and go oh gotta erase all that because sports will do it to you it keeps you on your toes it keeps you moving it keeps you it keeps you trying to figure things out so i'm always baffled by these football writers and, and again for people who know me this is a long lead up into something right i'm always baffled by these football writers that i see on social media that don't look happy to be writing about football or even worse, who don't write about football. Uh, So many of these, so many of these, um, so many of these, of these writers spend their time complaining about the game or complaining about a game. The USFL just started, restarted their league this weekend. Quite as it's kept, it was, there was um, four, there were four like legitimately, you know, entertaining games. Like the USFL Put, put a good product out there. Now they're trying stuff, right? So because they're trying stuff, nothing's gonna always be great, but they had a 28-24 game where Jersey was in the league and Birmingham came storming back late. They had a 17-12 defensive struggle. The Houston Gamblers were able to pull it off. Houston's gonna have to do something about that quarterback situation. Their start, their number one quarterback pick, it's not good. Sorry. Philadelphia, New Orleans, New Orleans was able to come out on top, and now they get a Monday night. They get a Monday night Tampa Bay Bandits, Pittsburgh Maulers. Like, take Tampa Bay. It's a clash of styles, offense versus defense. I'll take offense. So, like, they they have some stuff going, and you and you see these writers. And and all of these writers seem to be annoyed by the fact that they have to write. 
They seem to be annoyed by the fact that there, there's actually football out here that they have to cover. Like, like, ladies and gentlemen, do you only care about the NFL and like 12 college football teams? Because if that's the case, then you really don't love football. If that's the case, then you just love like you just love the the things that football affords. You don't really love football. If you're not willing to be out there covering all the football, especially in a time where there's nothing else to talk about, like how many times are you going to talk about the same five prospects in the draft? Because that's all many of you do. You talk about the same prospects over and over and over again. And you think that somehow that's supposed to be like the way. But the reality of it is, is that there's this giant deep universe of football that you people don't know anything about. And every time you're forced to cover it, you you clumsily stumble through it because you've never invested any time in it. And I keep going, I keep replaying that gladiator thing in my head. Is this not why you're here? Are you not entertained? If you claim to love football, then why did I not see one football is back? Oh my gosh, football is back. All is right with the world. Because what you mean when you say football is back, you mean the NFL or high or or top 10, top 15 college football is back. You don't mean all football is back. You're not watching the high school games. You're not watching D2, D3, NAIA, junior college. You're not watching women's flag. You're not watching women's tackle. You're not. You are, you are a pretender. And there is no defense for it. What are you gonna say? Well, I'm an NFL writer, so that's what that's my job. I just write about the NFL. Okay, cool. What happens when someone in one of these leagues end up in the NFL? What happens when multiple people from these leagues end up in the NFL? What happens when the NFL straight up ganks some of the innovation that they're doing in the USFL and puts it into play in the NFL? Now you're behind, why? Because I'm an NFL writer. I only write about, well, you know, I'm an ACC writer. I'm an SEC writer. Okay. All right. I know people who only cover the NFL and they are intimately involved in other sports. I mean, in other football. My guy, Teron Davenport, who, who writes for ESPN and covers the Titans, you he does more than just talk about the Titans. Or he finds ways to incorporate what he's seen in the football world into the Titans. That's what a good writer who cares about football does. They don't just say, oh, well, the season's over with, so now I'm just going to complain about stuff that I'm not even covering. 
the audacity of some of you to sit and complain and demonize or to or to degrade these leagues like the USFL and the XFL when you don't even cover it. And some of you wonder why I sit out here and say that a lot of our um, high-level minority or all of our minority players should start seeking out people who have like minds as them in order to allow them to interview them. Because you don't care about football. You care about you. You care about what you're doing. You care about how this is going to affect you. But you don't care about football. If you did, this would be a glorious time. You got a football game on Saturday. You got two on Sunday. You're about to get another one on Monday. And now we can expect to get something like this for the next 10 to, to 13 weeks, however the playoffs are going to be are going to be situated. Is this not why you're here? And why are we at the and why are we at the um at this time? Because the NBA is finally into the, the, the time of the year that people say matters. I can say the same thing about basketball, but you get the point, right? What I like about the playoffs is that you really get to figure out who has a coach and who doesn't. You can figure out who has a coach and who does not have a coach. I was watching the Nets and Boston Celtics game, and I could tell one team had a coach. One team had somebody on the bench. It was a fantastic game, by the way. Kyrie Irving, for everything that y'all want to talk about Kyrie, that dude is phenomenal. That dude plays basketball, basketball. Can the, can the Celtics rely on KD to shoot poorly for the next, you know, um, three games? I doubt it. Are they just going to be able to, like, beat him up every time he tries to, like, navigate in the half court? I doubt it. Will the Celtics win this win this um, series? They have a very good chance. They stole one yesterday. Or the day before yesterday, I don't know. They're all blending together on the weekend, right? Um, but it's it's great. It's great basketball. But you get to see who has coaches and who does not have coaches. You get to see the teams who are just out here pretending versus the ones who are really here to get the business done. All year, people were talking that. You know, talking that bull, the Bulls look good. The Bulls look good. And then every time they would play a top team, they would get smacked. And then last night in the first round of the playoffs, they got beat. Why? Because they're fool's gold. That's why. Because the guys that they have don't form a collective that's going to win a championship. This is why... These teams keep looking for the superstar. This is why these teams keep looking for that alpha to go with another, right? They keep looking for the multiples because they know in many respects, one won't get it done. Like one 
like like one superstar, that's not going to work. One superstar is not going to work, or one high level player is not going to work. People say, well, you know, um, Milwaukee won it with one superstar. They won it with Giannis, who's who's a superstar. They won it with Middleton, who is an all star. Holiday, who should be an all star. They won it with those guys, right? This wasn't just some some random enigmatic thing going on. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And 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 I'll be there to watch. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated if you're joining me on the channels. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. Until next time. Peace.